This is Bruce Boudreau, and it's time for Clay's Canucks commentary live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey, Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks commentary live, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Canuck Clay, Clay Emo, and this is my Canucks take all in one take for Thursday night, July the 6th. If you're new, here's what you should do. Hit the subscribe button now for Daily Canucks Insight. That's positive, timely, and trustworthy. Th hey, everyone. Thanks for being here. It's trying an hour earlier tonight just to see what uh, what it's like. I usually do 11 p.m. Then I was wondering why I do, do it so late. And I remember I do it so late because uh, during the season, it gives me a chance to get home from either a game or from bowling or from church or from a work event or from a social event or whatever. And uh, to fill that kind of 11 p.m. niche, that slot that uh, I'm sure so many people want. But um, it's summer. There's not a lot going on. I'm in the middle of studying. And so I thought tonight I would try 10 p.m. And we'll see how it goes. If it's big, awesome. If it's small, that's fine too. And then maybe we'll play it by ear for the rest of the month. A uh, month that I have to cut short because I'm going to prove. But enough about that. The usual, I will go for the first half. I'll turn it over to you for the second half. And we'll have a nice little 40-minute uh, show or so tonight. So... First off, moderators, thank you for being here. Do what you need to do. Members, that's legends, Hall of Fame and franchise members, thanks for your support as always. And to everyone else, no matter where you're watching from, if you're my beautiful neighborhood of Steveston and Richmond, in the city, lower mainland, province, country, continent, around the world, thank you for being here. You know that I know that you could be doing anything else, watching anyone else, getting ready for work, school, or better, all three, but the fact that you are here, I always appreciate you, and I never, ever take you for granted. So... Here's what you can do. Subscribe so you can get active in the chat section and so you get my videos every single day. Like the video. There are 30 of you in here already waiting for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The uh, 30 of you in here, but only six likes. So like the video. Let's bump that up a little bit. You can, right on cue, do what Lucas did, the legend himself, and you can leave me a donation. So thank you, Lucas, for getting the donation train out of the station. Always appreciate the legend and your presence. The future that Canucks appears bright can confirm. I was at the development camp scrimmage. Like, sub, member, and whatever. <laughs> I like the whatever. Stay chill and hydrated all. Thank you, Lucas, for the donation. Thank you for the, the, uh, the constant support and for the message. And yes, uh, you were at the development camp, and I hope, that, um, I hope it went well. I'm going to talk a bit about that in a few minutes. So you can leave a donation like Lucas just did. Let's give him some love in the chat. You can also gift a membership, which is the same as a $5 donation, you, and then someone gets free franchise membership for a month. You can also um, become a member yourself. You can upgrade your own membership. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review as well. And hello, everyone in the chat. I know a lot of people are saying hi. I know it's funny. On, on StreamYard, which is my streaming platform, I can see every message. And then on YouTube, which I have going here and here, I can see uh, that people deleted messages. So, uh, Ricky, I'm not sure why you deleted it, but you're saying one thing needs to be done. The legendary Canuck Clay needs to join Threads. I'll say this about Threads real quick. Um, I'm not one to jump on new social media fads and my kids don't allow me to have snapchat i have a tiktok but i don't even use it i just have it to to watch other people's stuff once in a while but for thread threads is interesting because i i do a lot on twitter i'm not crazy about twitter but i i do a lot on twitter i i have noticed it's changed a lot since elon musk took it over uh, i use instagram so I, i'm i'm comfortable with the, the the meta the company but if i do threads I'm actually going to do it for non-Canuck stuff. So if I do threads, I actually wouldn't go Canuck Clay. I, I do more, connect it more to my Instagram and do more family and faith and ministry type stuff. At the risk, uh, we'll see. I'm, I, maybe I'm, I'll be kicking myself in the, in the foot. No, you know, how do you kick yourself in the foot? 
I guess you could. I'll be kicking myself in the butt. How's that? When if uh, Threads blows up and everyone and all these content creators, especially Canucks, have massive accounts and I'm kind of left in the dark. But I'm willing to take that chance, not because I'm lazy, but um, I don't need to add something else to my portfolio right now. And if you guys want to do that for yourself, that's fine. But even if I do, I've been thinking about this a little bit. I don't think I'd do it for Canuck Clay. I would actually do it for ministry and speaking opportunities. So just something for myself. Facebook is kind of a end all and like put everything out there. I'm still quite uh, active on there. Instagram, I I put some Canuck stuff up there, but only pictures and videos, I uh, like uh, native videos and stories. I don't do a lot of actual content creation, Canucks content creation for Instagram. That's more for my own personal stuff. If you want to follow me there, you can. It's, it's just my full name, Clayton Nemo. You can see it at the top of the, oh no, you can't see it at the top of the screen because it's covered up by, oh yeah, because there's nothing to do with Canucks. Yeah, but if you, want to, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can. I'll put the thing here, but uh that's what I mean. And then for Twitter, I used to have two um, Twitter accounts, one for Canucks and one for personal stuff. But now it's, um, I only use, whoops, I, I messed it up. Actually, if you click on it, does it work? Oh yeah, that, that other, uh, that last uh, slash or whatever doesn't make a difference. So if you want to follow me on Instagram there, uh, you, you're welcome to, but just be aware that it's, uh, you're not going to get much Canucks content aside from a few pictures on there. Usually that's more for family, faith, and ministry. And then, of course, uh, YouTube is mostly Canucks. Twitter is mostly Canucks. So all to say, YouTube and Twitter are Canucks. Instagram, and if I do threads, that'll be more family, faith, and ministry. You're welcome to follow me there. And then uh, Facebook is kind of an end-all, uh, uh, not an end-all, be all more of a mashup of sorts. I can't believe I just wasted three minutes talking about that. Not not wasted, but it's just kind of interesting. I am aware of threads. I'm aware that a lot of people are going on there, which is fine. I don't feel left out. I don't have any FOMO. I'm emo. I'm not FOMO. I'm not Clay FOMO. I'm Clay emo. So we will see what happens there. Okay, enough about that. Let's talk about, how did I get on that tangent? Let's talk about the Canucks a little bit. And I know Lucas and many others were at the development camp. I've seen highlights. I've read a lot. Um, I've read a lot of analysis from uh, professionals that were there, such as, well, actually only read Thomas Drance. No, Thomas Drance. I, I read some stuff from Jeff Patterson, Canucks Army, so on so, and so forth. Development camp's interesting because it happens right after the draft. So we got the Tom Vlanders there, which is pretty cool. Like some of the the our picks from this year were there. So that that's already really cool right away. You got to remember, a lot of these guys haven't played hockey in not only weeks but months. They, if their college season ended, or if their pro season ended, or their junior season ended, they, um, yeah, a lot of them haven't played in a while. So, to me, the development camp is less about the scrimmage, although, of course, that's what fans get excited about because you get to see how these guys actually do against each other on the boards and battles, dekes, uh, shots, um, you know, all faceoffs, all those things. So, of course, and if I, I, I think if I was in town, I probably would have gone to that development scrimmage, development camp scrimmage, but I was at a camp all day. I was at my own camp, my work camp, not Canucks training camp or, or development camp. So I get, I get the allure of a scrimmage. I like scrimmages better. It's way more fun than watching drills. But I would also say that the development camp itself is more about getting these players comfortable with Canucks culture, getting them working with coaches and development coaches like can you imagine like a tom vlander coming out of sweden getting drafted and then one week later on the ice with the sedines two of his idols that's pretty cool that's pretty cool so for the players themselves it's and it's a mix of college players free agents not even drafted by the canucks they get invited but and canucks prospects so on and so forth so for them it's a chance to learn about the culture of the canucks learn about um get to know some of their coaches systems philosophies bonding grouse grind all that kind of stuff and the scrimmage is really secondary, but the scrimmage is the most appealing thing for fans. But I do get excited of the prospects of a uh, Elias Pettersson, Tom Vlander pairing down the road, an all Swedish pairing. I believe they were they were uh, they were uh, paired up last night. So uh, I do get excited uh, seeing Hirose battle against guys that are a couple years younger than him, and maybe it just shows that Hirose is that further ahead, that much further ahead, and ready to, to challenge for a roster spot. I'm excited to see what a guy like Jonathan Lekaramaki can do. Apparently, he was uh, going crazy yesterday, like had a lot of a lot of shooting attempts. Maybe not the most creative player in that he doesn't pass a lot. That's the one thing that Thomas Strand says is that that Lekaramaki 
um, basically had the most shot attempts because every time he got the puck, he would skate in the middle and shoot. So there's that. He said Vlander looked good. He, you know, he looked good more during the week, maybe not so much during the scrimmage, but showed enough flashes during the scrimmage where you can see how good of a skater he is. He, uh, Thomas Rance also talked about how actually how uh, the defenseman, Elias Pettersson, was really dominant yesterday. Not only a good skater, but assertive, um, good at clearing the zone, good at skating the puck out of the zone. So the guys that we wanted to do well, or the guys that we at least um, hopefully um, do well, it sounds like they did, like they impressed. And I'm not talking about the guys that have been stuck in Abbotsford for a while, but I'm talking about guys that we barely seen. So the V-Landers, of course, and the Lekaramakis and the Elias Pettersson defensemen. Also, uh, a, a player that got a lot of love yesterday was um, Finnish defenseman Yoni Yormo. He was our third round pick back in 2020. And he's uh, he's big. He's a tall, tall, tall guy, but he also skates very well and i heard that from people and i saw that as well in some of the highlights so all to say we don't get too caught up in who won the the scrimmage we don't get caught up you know one scrimmage is not going to make or break a player and i'm not people shouldn't be just because Vlander had one turnover or maybe didn't have the strongest scrimmage, you're not going to sit here and say, oh, I wish we took... Well, you can. You can say whatever you want. But I'm not sitting here and saying, oh, I wish we took Zach Benson. That just proves it. No, you guys know that I was fine with the Vlander pick from the very start. So, But for me, it's something like seeing or reading about Pedersen and Vlander playing on the same pairing. That could very well be a second pairing for the Canucks down the road. And that stuff like that really, really excites me. Okay. Okay, I see a lot of you guys talking about different uh, social medias, uh, which is fine. I hear you guys. I see you guys talking to each other, which is great. And uh, yeah, uh, this I think with the end of this development camp, what's going to be interesting is now there could be a lack of Canucks news for a little bit because. The draft has happened, free agencies happen. That doesn't mean the Canucks aren't done wheeling and dealing, but they're basically capped out now. So if they want to make more moves, they're gonna have to move money out. So that's something to. By the way, am I, am I like the only forty-nine-year-old man who still drinks juice boxes? And I don't know about you. Do you guys remember? Now they're only two hundred mils. Do you guys remember where they're two hundred and fifty mils? So they're twenty-five uh, percent bigger and they're way wider. They they used to not be so skinny. Or am I am I dating myself not not dating myself like taking myself on a date but am i aging myself or does anyone else remember when these juice boxes used to be 25 percent bigger and like i said am i the only 49 year old yeah taylor's making fun of me haha yeah yeah make laugh away no (laughs) am i I the only 49 year old man that you see drinks a juice box and if so i'm fine with it i'm fine with it sunripe is my favorite juice all right me and you harry next time we hang out we just drink a bunch of juice boxes so uh, let's get back on topic. So the Canucks will have to move money if they want to make a few uh, additions still. So I don't think Patrick Alvin is done tinkering. Last thing I want to say, and then I'm going to turn it over to you, is about Elias Pettersson, the one that's actually on our team. You know, our superstar center who had 102 points. He's entering year number six, which is the, sec- the last year of his three-year, his second three-year contract. So I want to back up a lot, a lot of talk about juice boxes. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's so funny I want to quickly talk about Elias Pettersson and for those of you that don't understand how contracts work or how the the nature contracts work when it comes to years I, I, I want to take a, a few minutes to explain this to you because I think it's really um, yeah and by the way Trevor I'm going to get to it I, I think Matt Scaris I like him a lot but he does try and stir stuff up I'm not at all worried that Pedersen isn't gonna hasn't signed here yet, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. So, a typical player like Hughes, and I can use Hughes and Pedersen as as examples because they're really good examples. A typical player, there are a few exceptions, but typically, after a player gets drafted, and again, there are exceptions depending on age, but after a player gets drafted, you have control over them for seven years the first seven years of their pro career. And almost every single entry-level contract is three years. And there's not a lot of flexibility. You can do bonuses, but really, you, most entry-level contracts are about 800, 900 grand a year. So let's use Pedersen and Hughes as examples. 
Pedersen got drafted in 2017, didn't play his first game until September 2018. Hughes got drafted in 2018, didn't play his first game until September 20, October 2019. Well, technically the end of the 2018 season, but you know what I mean. He didn't burn his first year of, of his contract till 2019. So both Pedersen and Hughes had three-year contracts to start off. So boom, three years and three years. And because, um, yeah, three years and three years. And because... Hughes actually started at the end of the 2018-19 season, the same season that Pedersen played a whole season. They actually, and that quote, burned a year of Petter, of Hughes. Then they were actually, that's why they're done their first contracts at the exact same time. So Pedersen and Hughes, they both finish off their first three-year contracts called their ELC. Their, oh yeah, Super Soccer, that's awesome, Ricky. Entry-level contracts. So remember I said that a team you can control you have uh, you have the rights to your player for the first 7 years in most cases. So follow this math then. After a player finishes his first 3 year contract, he's an RFA, a restricted free agent. The worst thing you can do is then for the second contract sign a guy to 4 year contract because 3 his ELC 3 years plus his new 4 year contract Three plus four equals seven. That means at the end of that second contract, he will be a unrestricted free agent already because he's used up his seven years. So that seven year number is so important. So that's why with Petey and Hughes it was quite fascinating. Remember they're both up for new contracts the exact same summer, two summers ago. Pedersen signed a second three year contract. So three years in his first one, three years in a second one so this year coming up in this fall will be his last year it'll be year number three of his second contract or you could say his sixth year with the canucks i'll get back to that whereas hughes instead of signing a three-year contract there actually signed a five-year contract which means at the end of that contract that'll be eight years for with the canucks so technically at the end of hughes's next contract in three years from now He'll be an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, that might scare you. That I say, oh shoot, we're, that, are we going to lose him after? Sorry, four more years still, four more years. Um, because did he sign a six-year contract or five-year contract? I guess there's a six-year contract. Now that I think about it. Yeah. So um, is that right? Yeah, Hughes signed a six-year contract. Excuse me. So he, it was three years, and then six years for Hughes. So at the end of four more seasons Hughes would have played nine years for us and he's a uh, unrestricted free agent but hopefully the Canucks are really good after those four years and he'll want to stay and he's going to make, make way more than 7.85 million dollars which is fine it was six years thanks but with Pedersen we still have control over him remember after the season he he's only played six seasons so the worst thing we can do is sign him for one more year and then we lose him after, potentially lose him after, not this season, but next season. The best thing would be to sign him for seven or eight years. So that means after this year, we'll have him for another seven or eight years. So why is everyone freaking out by this extension? Or why? Because as of July 1, six days ago, five days ago, you can negotiate with Pedersen to give him a new contract that's going to kick in at the end of the season. Because remember, for this season, he's still under contract for $7.3 million. It's the last year of his second three-year contract. So in a perfect world, anytime between now and July the 1st of next year, we want to hear seven or eight years for PD, 10 to $11 million, whatever it is. What we don't want to hear is one-year contract, and that's all he's going to sign because that means he basically wants to bolt after his seventh season. And what we definitely don't want to hear is do the Matthew Kachuk, a trade me now, because I'm telling you, I am not going to sign um, past my seventh year here. So uh, that's why Calgary decided to trade Matthew Kachuk. Instead of letting him play out his seventh year, they trade him and at least get some assets for him. So I just wanted to lay that out, just the math and why there's urgency, but there's not urgency. So something that um, Trevor said in the chat that I heard is Matthew Sakaris was really, really drilling like uh, some people, and especially Rick Dollywell, who talked to Pedersen's agent. So Pedersen's agent said, we're in no rush. Pe Pedersen likes it in Vancouver. He's not frustrated by the losing. He wants to build a winner here. He likes the city. And we're gonna, uh, we've are gonna we been busy with the draft and free agency. We're going to start talking contract later in the summer. 
But Matt Sakaris uh, kind of pressed the panic button. It was like, oh, does that mean PD wants out? Oh, don't you want to get it done right now? And then Rick Dollywall was kind of telling him, no, calm down. The, the agent said that PD is happy here and that there's no rush on this extension. They technically, like I said, they have all year up until July the 1st of next year to negotiate a new contract. And what you want to hear is that's, uh, you know, for six, seven or eight years. So obviously we don't want to leave it that long. The longer it goes, the more nervous we're going to be. But I think it could happen in September. I think it could happen in October. It doesn't have to happen right now in the first week of July. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Uh, I guess the last thing I'll say before I turn it over to you, but the longer you wait though, the more the the more of a gamble you're taking. Because imagine if PD has another 100 point season, 105, 110 point season. Imagine he wins like a major award or finest for the Selkie or whatever. Uh, you think you can get him for 10 and a half, 11 million now? That could be 11 and a half or $12 million. On the flip side, which I don't think is going to happen, I don't want it to happen, Patterson could have a really bad year, a 70 point season, 80 point season compared to 102. And then you could probably get him at a lesser amount, but um, no one really wants that. The cap's going to go up. We want to pay PD and we want him to do very well. I hope that all makes sense to all of you. That's my way of saying I'm not worried that he doesn't have an extension yet, but I'm sure it's going to be uh, a talking point for a long, long time, all season until it actually happens. Shout out to my sponsors, Van City Experts Real Estate, Perform and Transform, Personal Training Weight Loss, and to also Gassy Jack Art, make of this fine artwork, Monkey Nine Brewing, my eternal sponsor, and Vessi Footwear. Use the, dis, uh, use the URL, tinyurl.com slash Clay and receive a free pair of socks with your next purchase of Vessies. Always appreciate them. Mitch, show reminder for you to subscribe, to like the video, to leave a donation like Lucas did, to upgrade your membership, become a member, or gift a membership, which is the same as a $5 donation. And if you're, list, um, if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. You can also uh, become a member, upgrade your membership as well. But most importantly, get active in the chat section. So I talked about development camp. I talked about Elias Pettersson's extension that hasn't happened yet, but I explained in my, in my eyes why it's not a big concern. Whatever you want to talk about, it can be Canucks hockey-related, but it's got to be hockey-related. Let's do that for uh, 10 or 15 minutes and see how we do. I will try and answer as many questions as I can. Peter says... Okay, let's start with this. Jasker says, this will go on all summer. I won't believe an extension is taking place until Friedman or Dollywall report it. Yeah, we've kind of talked about those are the two uh, strongest insiders. PD has elevated himself as the franchise player, the superstar, if he wants to win, which he does, do whatever it takes to give him what he wants. The important thing is to make the stars happy. Peter, I agree with that. We have a, a, a franchise centerman here right now. I'm suggesting this. Can we explore creating a new intro for these live streams? Um, come the 2023 fourth season. Nothing against Bruce, but let bygones be bygones. Uh, I wouldn't agree with let bygones be bygones. I, I wouldn't use that terminology for this. And uh, you can explore a new intro, but I'm not going to because I like it and it's my show. And I got Bruce to do it and uh, I love it. I love it. Um, until I can find another coach, another player to, to do it. Um, I, I think I'm going to keep it. But I appreciate the suggestion as always. Um, but uh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, and Peter says Bruce should stay in the intro. Trevor says I like it. Lucas thinks I, I says I think we need to move on. All good. All I don't get defensive. I like it when you guys are engaged. I like it when you make suggestions. But ultimately, I guess uh, with any suggestion, good or bad, or whether I like it or dislike it, I, I have the final call. And right now, I, I still think it flows nice. And um, I like Bruce Rudrow. And I, I think by having it in there, it's not like I'm pining for him to return. I'm just saying it's kind of cool that I got Bruce Boudreaux introducing me. Harry says, hey, Clay, how are you? When do you think Josh Blue will make the roster? I think he's still a year or two away. Yeah, I think he's still a year or two away. And I'm, I'm fine with that considering he's only, how old is he right now? He is trying to find it. He's only 20 years old. So I'm fine if he's, if he's still... Um, a year or two away. But I, I certainly don't think he's going to be a content, contender to make the club this year. Would I compare PD's play style more to the Sedins or Naslin or Olin? If you're talking about the the center PD, definitely not Olin, because Olin was a rugged, a good skating, but rugged defenseman. I would compare him most 
Yeah, Nazan had a good wrist shot, but he was a winger. I, I think naturally he's closest to Henrik because they play the same position. And I think Petey's passing is very good. Daniel was more the sniper. Oh, that's good. I, I think maybe I'm caught up on the positional thing, Fangirl. So I'm going to go Henrik. I'm not sure where this comes from. I believe Petey will get married in Man City. Okay. <laughs> Taylor, Petey signs an extension. I'll see three notifications from Sportsnet, TSN, and the NHL app about it. So Taylor, are you saying that's good or bad? <laughs> Absolutely need Lecker Mackey to have a good season coming up. Had a better development camp than last year. Yes, and he seems to have gotten the message that uh, we're kind of counting on him. I love the Bruce intro, even if he's gone. I feel like Bruce exemplifies Clay well with his positivity. Uh, thanks, Justin. Yeah, no, that, that's cool. I, I think with the Bruce one, yeah, I just really like him. I really do. And uh, that's a really good point about matching kind of the vibe of my show. But uh, I don't disagree with Lucas from a standpoint of ultimate. Uh, eventually, that is going to get a little bit tired, a little bit old. Um, but I'm okay with it for now, for now. But yeah, uh, I do have to evolve eventually for sure. And I have no, I have no problem with, with that kind of suggestion for sure. PD won't be like Eichel. He'll be here to carry this franchise. He'll be here to help this team win a cup. I could see that. Thoughts on OEL signing with the Panthers. Do you think he will play better there? I hope he doesn't become like Canuck killer. No, I'm not worried about him being a Canuck killer. If, if, uh, if Montour and Ekblad are going to be out to start the season, they need some veteran and he's making $2.25 million dollars. That's fine because he's making he's still getting two thirds of his money from us. Uh, I think he'll be fi- he'll be fine, but it, especially if he doesn't have to play top two pairing roles. If he's the third pairing guy at two point two five, that's fine. What chance of Sandine maybe becoming a Canuck? He's still very young. Just wondering is all. Yeah, um, Sandine. Are you talking about uh, Rasmus Sandine? What is his contract right now? I'm looking him up on Cap Friendly. Rasmus Sandin, 23-year-old in Washington Capitals, left defense, and he still has one more year in his contract at $1.4 million, and he'll still be a UFA after that because it's only year number six. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know enough about him, aside from hearing his name. I know he played for, he played for Toronto before Washington, right? Hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't really thought about that, Murray. I'd have to give that some thought. Andy says, yeah, I get where Lucas is coming from. That's cool. Jason says, let's go with Clay. <laughs> if you had to predict one will be traded, who would be Myers, Garland, or Bavillier? Tyler Myers. Tyler Myers. Put the Usos in the intro. It's not paranoia. It's, it's, not, it's not paranoia. It's Clay's Canucks commentary. <laughs> I'm seeing the Canucks having a great season and making the playoffs. Go Canucks, go. Love it, Shannon. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Lucas, intro isn't the problem. I think everyone is still caught up in the way he got let go, which is understandable. But I think the intro should say, no, that's cool. All good. Made a home from Shannon's. Awesome. Do you think the Canucks will trade Ty Myers either this year or next year? Well, they won't trade him next year, Harry, because he'll be gone. His contract ends this year. So I do think they'll trade him. Uh, even, if, even if they trade him at the deadline for a draft pick, at least it's better than nothing. Welcome, Tyler. If the double IHF suggested for a universal rink size based on NHL size, could it make the transition for European players to jump to NHL and speed up the development process? Yes. If it was a standardized rink size across the world, I do think it would make the 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 switch for European players easier um, because then, yeah, they're, everyone's playing on the same surface as opposed to a bigger surface in Europe. But I also don't see double um, IHF doing that. I, I just don't, then you're reconfiguring a bunch of rinks as well, which I guess isn't the end of the world, but it, it, there will be a cost to it. Indiana Jones movie, very good, awesome. I did see that Vigneault is retiring. He was great. He was a, probably my favorite coach that the Canucks have had. Whose play style was most like Naslin last season on the Canucks? I don't know if there's a comparative. Because a leader, a captain, playmaker, snipe, uh, could be a sniper. Yeah, I don't know, Fangirl. I don't know if there's an equivalent to Nazan, quite frankly. What was it like watching the Sedins in their rookie years? And did you predict it back then they'd become the players? No, I, I, I didn't predict that they'd become as good as they, they did. But I, I also wasn't harder than when they started because we had guys like uh, the West Coast Express to insulate them. 
I love the Bruce intro. We should not have fired Bruce. Yeah, it, it, it was tough, but I could, he was kind of losing the room. Like the, the magic, the Bruce magic kind of wore off. How satisfied with the signings the Canucks made at the draft? The draft, uh, it was okay. I like the V-Lander pick. The rest of the picks were just okay. Uh, so I'll give the draft a B minus. I'll give the free agency a B plus. And I'm glad that your grandma is better. That's awesome. PD is like Daniel because he can shoot and pass. That's good. That's fair. Did I hear the mechanic? Oh, yes, Justin. I was going to mention that. Did I hear the mechanic comments about the Canucks in his time in Vancouver? He feels the Canucks gave up on him too early and affected Jared a lot. He's a dark place. It's sad to hear that he's a tough place. And I do agree that we gave up on him too much. I don't know why we rushed for Tannen and McCann in that year. Yeah, great point. Bruce was a decent coach, but things didn't go well and the team didn't listen as well. <laughs> With additions that the Canucks signed during free agency, do you think the Canucks will make a top three in the standings? No, I do not think they're a top three Pacific team, even though that's what I predicted for them this season. I do think they can fight for a wild card fourth spot, though. Do you hear the Canucks were interested in Travis Sanheim for the Flyers? Would he be a good fit? Defenseman, right? Um, would he be a good fit? What side of the... What side does he play? Left D... What's his contract? Yeah. No thanks. 6.25. No thank you. Wow, that's a big... What? He signed an eight-year contract in October? That's crazy. No thank you. Too much. Too much, too much. No, all good, Lucas. I'm really glad that um, you can make good suggestions and all your suggestions are always very thoughtful. It's, it's all good. It's all good. If for some reason they have to let go of Talkit, do you see them bringing Vigneault back? No. I think Vigneault is done. Is it me or the Canucks prospects always get stuck during the gross grind during major heat wave? You know, I never thought about that, but if, if if it's been warm here the last few years, then that would, I guess, intuitively, that would make sense. The three notifications is a good thing, but sometimes it drives me crazy because the NHL app reports on it last. It's always TSN or Sportsnet first. Yeah, that's, I think NHL app, they, they I think the NHL app, they also vet it because they don't want to screw up. Not that TSN and Sportsnet want to screw up, but... A lot of those guys, they, the in, insiders, they can just kind of tweet with uh, impunity. And if they make, they make a mistake, they make a mistake. But that's the risk. They want to be the first ones to get word out. Great point, Taylor. I thought development count was very good. Willander is an eye-opener. Awesome. Could I see Myers getting traded by the deadline? Yes, absolutely, yes. Here's the plan. LV needs to trade Myers for Fox or Cider. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Do you think Cider will be just as good... Than Macar. No, I don't think Cider's gonna be better than Macar, but we're also not gonna get Fox, Cider, or Macar because those are, yeah, just like we wouldn't want to give up Hughes. You can fit an NHL size in a European rink. It's been done with the Global Series. Ah, that would make sense. That would make sense. Can you ask Alvin on what a strategy to get PD? Alvin, what's your strategy to get PD to extension? Would you use your shiny head to brighten PD? And pardon? Why is Peter so obsessed with my? I don't know why Peter is so obsessed with your shiny head. Yeah, he didn't answer, Peter. Sorry. So the Canucks training camp that I get to see for free is not like development camp. That's correct, Shannon. All the players that were here are draft picks, prospects, free agents. The training camp you'll see in September will be the, quote, real players and all the Abbotsford Canucks players and a couple of these rookies as well or prospects. If the Canucks had an average goaltending this past season, they would have made the playoffs. Added size of defense and healthy Demko and Heronic, they would make the playoffs. That's the plan. We love McCann. I'm sorry for what he went through. Opening day lineup versus Edmonton. Demko with Seelaws backing him up. Hughes, Cole, Susie, Heronic, Hirose, Myers up on D. Petey, Kuzmenko, Mikheyev, Miller, Besser, Beauvillier. Garland, Bluger, Di Giuseppe, Aman, Joshua, and one of Podkolzin or Hoglander. I think the Canucks make the playoffs, but way too early to tell. I love the optimism too. This year could be all in playoffs for the Canucks. Do you think management will dump all the older assets? Yeah, I think Jeremy, they're on their way, and there's a plan. The reason why I didn't mind what Alvin did in free agency, at least there is a plan. Black skates and opening night. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. With the nine-game homestand we have next season, biggest homestand we've ever had. I don't know if it's the biggest, but it's going to be very important for sure. Will it be weird that Bluger will be wearing Horvat's number? Is that for sure? Or did they just put his old number up on the website? I don't know. It'll be weird for sure, but it's it's not like Horvat's number got retired or anything. 
Do you think the Leafs will be a tough team with Domi and Bertuzzi? Yep. I think though, I I think um, I didn't like what they did on the Saturday free agency. I do I do like those two signings for sure. Yeah, Peter, I just did the lineup, so hopefully you heard that answer. Will Bruce ever coach again? I don't think so. I think he's too old. Is it fair to say that Demko Martin Vancouver and Seelovs and one of the other goalies in atmosphere? Nope, I don't think it's fair to uh, fair to say because I think Seelovs will give begin with a shot to take uh, the the backup job. Does Jeremy Lowen because Canucks future enforcer? I'm not sure, Chris, what you're asking there. Yeah, Peter's good though. Peter, like I know he likes to have fun with Patrick Alvin in my closet, which I still don't know how that started. But, but Peter's good. He only asked me to ask Patrick one question a stream, which is nice. It's not like he keeps asking me to ask him. Who's handling negotiations with PD? Well, his agent's JP Barry, and I'm sure it's Emily Castongay. We need to move Myers and we'll move by the deadline. It's getting a third or fourth round pick. Better than nothing. Absolutely. You're right on. Training camp would be fun to watch. Young Guns Tourney. Good point. Uh, good point, Ted. Canucks will win home opener. I sure hope so. Can't wait to see Canucks training camp in September. Yes, that's awesome, Shannon. And we'll get to, to a game somehow. Canucks need to start off hot because they will need a nine-game home stand. Yeah, hopefully they're still in the playoff race in March. Will I be taking the training camp this September? No, I won't be. And... And see what Ian Cole, Blue Green Susie play. No, I'll wait till I see them in a real jersey, like a, a an actual jersey. Win loss, what would be? I would love it if they came out of their six three and one. I don't think the Canucks are done. Something's got to give. Too much of a logjam. I agree with that, Ricky. Kopitar, two years at seven per. Kings have their top three centers locked up for the next three years. Would I rather have Kopitar, Dubois, and Dano or Petey Miller, Bluger? Um, I would take the LA guys only because Dano is so much better than Bluger. Yes, Travis Green is in New Jersey. The Alvin closet stuff happened when Alvin barely spoke to the media. And oh, you guys were joking that he was in my closet. <laughs> is Castongay good at negotiating? Yeah, I think so. Because she, she's the player agent, Jaskaran. So she gets she gets it. She gets the game. She can play the game. So let's, you guys, let's move to five minutes of Ask Me Anything to wrap up. We can phase out some hockey questions because I know you're probably typing them as I say this. So let's phase out a Canucks questions and go to hockey related, uh, sorry, non-hockey related questions. Ask me anything for the last five minutes. Do I think home opener tickets for the Canucks will be decent price or expensive? Uh, they'll be expensive because it's home opener and because it's the Oilers, it'll be categorized as a premium game for sure. Dubois overpaid in LA. Win yeah, Winnipeg did very well. I agree with that, Lucas. I take the Canucks centers over LA. Miller and Petey better than Kopitar and Dubois. That's fair. Yeah, I, I Kopitar only because he's getting older. Mickey, light shade. Uh, because he doesn't have a lot of fur, I don't think he gets very warm. Like he's never panting or anything. So even in the heat, he's inside and just sleeping. He's just so lazy. The laziest dog. Sushi today. Yes, I did, Edmund. I got treated a late birthday uh, lunch. So I did have sushi today. Thank you, Lucas, for asking. Camp was beautiful. It was Camp Jubilee up Indian Arm. Beautiful day. So it's funny. Um, it's a five-day camp, Monday to Friday, for teenagers. And our leadership team, our, our counselors, go up on Sunday. So on Sunday, I went to Kate's Park to see them off. On Monday, I went to the Kate's Park to see off all the participants. Wednesday, I went to camp itself for the day. And then Friday, tomorrow morning, I have to go to the camp, uh, Kate's Park to receive all the campers back. So technically, I'm at the dock four out of six days this weekend. I and when the weather's this beautiful, I don't mind it at all. Yeah, I did something great. I went on Van Base today. I got three hockey shirts. Nice. Which ones did you get, Shannon? That's awesome. Daily routine when there's no hockey on. Oh, that's a good question. So typically, uh, I'll get up half an hour before I go to work. I'll work. Um, I'll study. I Actually, one thing I've changed. Instead of studying after these streams, which is crazy, it's too late. I've been studying after work in my office for an hour and a half before I come home. Then I'll make sure I get some exercise in, whether it's a workout or going for a walk or playing softball or going bowling and then try and get some family time in as well. So Harry, I, I wouldn't say it's a set. I, um, I don't have a set regimented schedule, not because I'm so the busiest guy in the world, but I, I have a lot going on and I, I just make sure that I get things done before I go to bed. And if I can sneak a nap in there too, I will. Good question. Peanut butter, or chocolate chip. Got to go chocolate chip. I've done the grouse grind once and I was not fast. 
Justin, I'll do this one real quick. Um, I think I, I mentioned this on another stream. I don't think Gibson wants out. He may have said to someone that he would love to play for a winner, but that probably got translated to I'll never play for Anaheim again. So I, I won't go through the whole thing because I explained it once on another stream, but uh, the truth is always somewhere in the middle. Summer, Ricky. Summer, of course. The tritium is, part of the clay tritium is the first day of summer. So Father's Day, first day of summer, my birthday. Summer, summer, all day, every day. With all the sushi you consume, how do you remain trim and fit? Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm not very trim. I'm, I'm pretty fit, but I'm not trim. I, I can get a lot trimmer, and I'm going to for my 50th birthday for sure. But a sushi, depending on what you eat, like when you're actually talking about true sushi, like the fish is very lean, like a lot of protein and salmon and tuna. So as long as you're not eating too much rice, and I get it, there's a lot of like rice and udon and tempura, which is quite fattening. But if you're eating true sushi and sashimi and fish, then it, it's a really good source of lean protein. It really is. But thank you, Jason, for the kind words. How often would you watch BC Lions on TV or live? You know, before before COVID, I would watch every game. I'd go to two or three a year and then make sure I watch every other game on TV. Now I just watch highlights. I'm I'm really not as invested. I know Sushi Mura increased their prices from their... Yes, I, I saw that you went there, Justin. That's cool. I saw it on, on one of your socials. And yeah, they raised their prices about half a year ago. Yeah, it's, it's quite expensive now, actually. Oh, two years for Abbotsford. Thank you, Chris. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So I don't know much about him. I've only seen the first three Indiana Jones movies back in the day, back when I was young. Taylor at Sushi Day. Nice, Taylor. Where'd you have it? What was something you wanted to do when you were a kid that you didn't do? Uh, become famous? Dunk a basketball? No, um, truly. Well, I guess I wanted to be a, become an accountant. That didn't happen. Another thing that I wanted to do as a kid. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe even just um, be on a, a championship sports team of some sort. Scariest ride. Uh, scariest was the Tilt-A-Whirl. Not because it's scary as in threatening or fearful, but scary in that I threw up after it because I do not like spinny things. What's an upcoming movie that you're really looking for? None. I, I'm not a movie guy. I'll watch them when they come out on Netflix or streaming. I'll, once in a while, I'll go to the theater, but there's nothing that really caught my eye. Best summer memory? Oh, good question. A lot of my trips, Hawaii um, trips, Vegas trips, but it's got to be Marion Gale on July 8th, 2000. So our, our 23rd wedding anniversary is this Saturday. Is the grouse grind as hard as the internet? It depends. For people that are in good shape, it's not hard. For people who aren't in that great shape, it's pretty difficult. And for people who are not in shape at all, I'm sure it's very difficult. It's 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 pretty tough. It's pretty tough. Vegas, Colorado, and Connor McDavid. Nice. Those are good shirts. I love rice. Awesome, Taylor. Kind of random, but oh no, we were talking about sushi. Sashimi is deal if you can eat sushi. Yep. What's your goal for losing weight? Uh, um, Harry, I wouldn't say so much by the end of this summer. I've lost um, I've lost six pounds in the past two weeks, which has been nice. It, it corresponded with me getting sick on my birthday week. But um, if I could if I could lose four more pounds by the end of the summer, I'll be happy. And then I'm going to try and lose um, basically a pound a month up until my up until my fiftieth birthday. That's my goal. And fish and meat. <laughs> Sometimes I have fruits, but some uh, some veggies. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, TNT. I've never had TNT sushi, but I trust that it's good. Lucas, another donation. Thank you, legend. There's an old saying, if you can make it up the grind, you can throw away your crutches. That would make sense. By the way, before I tell you my bad joke, I'm going to tell you a really funny story about the grouse grind. Yeah, I'll do that in about two minutes or so, but let me just finish the last of the comments. Tips to deal with family members that are toxic and nothing but negative to you. Oh, that, man, Edmund, I, I, I don't want to rush this, but I don't have a lot of time to talk about this. I would say um, hold your head up, stay true to yourself, and if it's really bothering you, if it's really bothering you, try and address it with them and tell them why it's bothering you. 
Uh, Andy, it's because I failed my exams. I wanted to become an accountant, but I failed my exams. And it's probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Edmonton Elks shirt. That would be good. How expensive to get to p &E? That I don't know. You have to look it up, Fangirl. I don't know how expensive it is for the day. I don't know. Sushi's like Chinese food. Hungry again, 15 minutes later. That's true. There are times where you either, yeah, you're hungry later. Or if you go to all you can eat, you walk out of there saying, why did I do that? Blue Jay shirt. Big movies come out like Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Greta Gerwig. Uh, okay, none of those sound uh, exciting to me. Maybe Mission Impossible. I wouldn't do the gross grind until you were training my body back into shape. Good, good, Taylor. Let's do it together. No, let's not. I, I mean, I'd love to meet you, Taylor, but um, you'd leave my butt behind probably by about half an hour. Oppenheimer looks incredible. Favorite memories for Kayla, Jacob, and Sean. Jacob probably uh, winning provincial bowling championships and making Team Canada. Sean, um, yeah, Sean, this one's different because he's my firstborn, so that was pretty cool. And for Kayla, I think, um, Kayla, there's not one particular memory, but just seeing just how how quickly she's matured into a beautiful young woman. So three different, Jacob's was a point in time, Sean's was his birth, and Kayla is kind of more gradual. Hello, person. Where's a good place for all-you-can-eat sushi? Well, there's no really good place because the whole point is there. It's kind of gross. But, um, you know, something like Shabu Sen is pretty good where it's hot pot as well and Korean barbecue. Hello, Average Dude. We should do a meetup and do the grind. Yeah, it'll be the last meetup we ever do, I think. <laughs> How neat is the gondola? I've seen photos. Yes, you could probably get on with the walker. You have to be careful getting on, but uh, gondolas are beautiful. And wow, I've not seen this name in a while, but I am so happy. Shout out to Brandon Hunt says love your content excited for your lives next season even when we lose horribly you always bring positively positivity to our sad canucks lives now i'm very sad brandon keep it up so brandon thank you for the very generous donation let's give some love to brandon in the chat much deserved brandon let me know if you've been in here before your name seems familiar but maybe you don't uh, comment a lot and yeah that's it's not a shtick um, I think it's it's uh, it goes against the stream though to be so positive as a Canucks fan, but at the end of the day, oh, I can't I hate that saying I can't believe I just said it. It's just a hockey team, and I choose. I always say I choose to spend a lot of time, energy, and money on this team. That's my choice. Um, I will never judge how much someone else spends in terms of time, energy, and money on the Canucks, but it's my choice. I love doing it. I love the community that I've built. I love uh, hearing from all of you. We don't always agree on things, but we're at least able to talk about it civilly. I think I'm mature. I think you guys are mostly mature. I mean, you know what I mean? You, you guys are mature for the most part. And um, I really love what we're doing. And I, I think this is going to be a massive, a massive year for this channel and hopefully for the Canucks. But thank you, Brandon, for that very uh, nice comment and for the very uh, generous donation. Awesome. Awesome. I've not been to Watermania this summer, although I'm next door to it all the time because... Um, I'm always at the bowling alley. Well, look at you guys. Maybe I should just keep streaming because if you guys can keep doing this. Shout out to Ryan, $5 donation. Hello, Clay. Hope you're doing well. I love these streams. I really wish I could get in them more. Love the podcast and the community. Yeah, Ryan, I, I forgot. Oh, I didn't know if you saw it. I, this one's an hour earlier than usual. I usually do 11 o'clock, but I tried at 10 o'clock tonight just to see how it would go but thank you for the kind words ryan and thank you for the donation by the way um i'm gonna put it in the poll real quick and it's don't worry it's not binding but i'm gonna put it in the poll now that we tried it tonight what's your preference is it 10 p.m or is it 11 p.m feel free to vote and poll thank you ryan for that generous donation appreciate it are there any buffet places left in the lower mainland that's not sushi yeah, that's true. Uncle Willie's isn't around. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I, I think, don't some hotels and stuff still have like breakfast buffets and things like that? But yes, are there are there any buffets around in Lower Mainland? I, I would love to hear some other people answer that. I don't comment much, but I usually just sit back and listen. No problem. You're, Brandon, you're welcome to do that. I kind of like, you're, you're very efficient with your donations, just like, or your comments, just one comment with a $20 donation. Boom, just nail it. Whatever you want. I know... 
I'm not calling you a lurker. Lurker has a connotation of creepy. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> but some people, I barely know you. Some people don't like to lurk. They like to just kind of hang around in the background. And that is totally fine. Yes, fangirl's birthday is the same as my um, wedding anniversary, which gives me uh, fangirl. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a message. I have an idea for my Sunday stream because I won't be streaming on Saturday. 10 p.m. personally works better. Yes, I wear that for sure. I love it, Taylor. Hype, hype, hype for all. A lot of L's there. How did it feel doing 24-hour live stream? I loved it. I loved it. Um, I, I loved it not because, no, I'll just say it. I, I, you guys trust me. I, I'm honest with you guys. I loved it because no one else had done it before. I loved it because I thought, quite frankly, it was unique. I was a pioneer that way. And I worked my butt off for it. I, I, you guys remember, I had about 14, 14 of the 16 hours, 14 to 16 hours, I had guests and big guests. Dan Murphy, even though he had to cancel. I had Rick Dollywall. I had James Duthie. And I had a lot of content creators as well. I had Marie do a concert. I had my family members. We had contests, concert. Um, I, yeah, it sounds like I'm bragging, but you asked me my, you're asking me for my honest opinion. I thought it was great. I thought, and I, and my channel grew a lot because of it. And, but it was just something unique, something different. And um, I, I was very proud that I was able to pull it off. Not that I'm going to do it again, but uh, we'll see. For summer, it should be like how it was last year at 10. Is that what it was last summer? Oh, that makes sense. I only switched to 11 when the season started, right? Coach says 10.30, split the difference. I've never edited, eaten, eaten at the Red Wagon Diner. 10 p.m. is good. Indian buffets. Okay, that's good to know. That is not my, um, my specialty. No problem. Actually, I didn't do a post. Did I do a post? I don't think I did a post, LA Women's Hoops. But glad you're here. Sunday, Lions game, Canada, U.S. soccer. Start at the same time. Oh, wow. Did not know that. When PD gets a new contract, I think it'll be like Kachuk and get the C for signing long-term. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if the, the, his new contract and the C are going to be related, but we'll see. Harry's said 24 days until his birthday. Awesome. You're going to... Hey, Tyler, I wonder if we're going to be at the same wedding. What, what wedding are you going to? I'll be at a wedding on Saturday as well. Average you 10 p.m. Spraying the same positivity you do for the happiness you give to many. You deserve the same back from us and the whole hockey community. That's awesome, Brandon. Thank you. I really appreciate the, the thoughtful, thoughtful messages. Hendrix Alvarez. I know that name. Is that who you are, Tech Boy? All right. Now everyone's dropping their birthdays in the chat, which is fine. What's my favorite thing to do in my free time? A few things. Uh, go to Canucks game, not not in any particular order. Go to Canucks games and, and create content. I love exercising. Uh, I, not so much like working out. I love doing sports like volleyball, basketball, bowling, spike ball, golfing. I love being active for sure, even walking. Um, I love playing music. I love napping. I love hanging out with family. I think I said that already. Um, I love, did I say napping? I love eating sushi. <laughs> All right, 258 days to your birthday. Now, okay, this is getting a little ridiculous. Soccer, hockey, or football to watch, hockey to play, hockey. Go to kegs all the time. The keg all the time. I've been to Browns once. Keg, I have a I have a twenty percent off card, which is pretty awesome because the general manager of the Richmond location is a big Canucks fan, so he treats me very well when I go there, which is good. Sixty-seven days. Okay, no, we're not going the same wedding, Tyler. Ryan, when's your wedding? When's your wedding? I, I'll try and make it out there. Uh, Canadian jock, the Canucks will win the cup by 2030. No, they won't. Uh, that's my hope. Got to be optimistic, right? Yes, I recognize both of you, tech boy and average dude, napping and napping. Future collab coming up with the hockey guy. I do, uh, yeah, I, I like Shannon a lot. He's been on my show a couple times, or no, at least once. He's never asked me to be on his, but that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I do like him. Oh, LeBerg, so funny. So funny. That's how I started off the stream is I, I talked for about three to four minutes about threads. 
Uh, I'll say very quickly, I likely not, or I'm in no rush to. And if I do join threads, it'll be for very similar to my Instagram in that it's non-Canucks content. It'll be my family, my faith, my ministry, that my traveling, that kind of thing. Because I want to keep my Canucks tailored to Twitter and YouTube. And I want to keep my, when I say personal life, it just means non-Canucks stuff to kind of Instagram and threads by extension if I do it, but I haven't signed up just yet. Right, November 25th, 2024. Okay, you're planning ahead. This is good. Any new music collab with Marie? No plans just yet. Oh, 2023. So you're off by a year. No problem, LeBerg. Okay, let's end off here. But I promise I, um, I'll tell you a story. Uh, I'll tell you one funny story about the gross grind. Then I'll do my wrap up. And then uh, we'll end off the stream. By the way, 65% of you saying that you, you prefer 10 p.m. So maybe that's what I'll try for the summer if my schedule allows yeah but uh 10 p.m simply won't work for for the season because canucks games will end around 9 30 9 it'll be nice to do a stream right at 10 but i already know monday nights canucks after dark tuesday night i'll be rushing back from bowling wednesday night i'll be rushing back from church yeah i think 10 p.m will just be a little bit more too hectic for me but we we'll see we'll see as we get closer Hey, Carol, nice to see you. Okay, here's my gross grind story. So when I was back at the accounting firm, PricewaterhouseCoopers, I was the assistant to the HR director. And then <laughs> his name's Dwayne. He called me uh, from offsite one day and says, hey, Clay, um, can you see if I have any appointments on Friday morning? And then I looked at his calendar and I said, Dwayne, this is really gross. And he says, why? And I said, well, you have from like 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., you have a two-hour block where it says grind with Tony. And of course, I knew it was grouse grind because I, I knew that Dwayne was quite active. Actually, a sad story. He actually passed away from a heart attack um, a, a few years ago, um, which is really sad, actually. So uh, even though I'm telling a funny story about Dwayne, it's, it's quite sad. But in this particular time, uh, yeah, he said, what am I doing on Friday morning? I said, it's pretty gross. You, you have two hours to grind with Tony. And then, <laughs> and then I, I just, because I'm very mature that way, I would say that that's really gross. And then I knew it was gross grind. Anyways, that's my gross grind story. Carol, going to give you some love for gifting a membership, even though I feel bad I'm wrapping up in the next two minutes. So Carol gifts a membership which is same as a five dollar donation and it goes to ryan ross which is awesome which is awesome welcome uh welcome to membership ryan mr tech boy i have no clue what you're talking about um but generally we we don't do word puzzles and stuff like that well we do but that's not until sunday's stream okay i think we're about done so i want to thank Everyone for being here, moderators, thank you for doing what you need to do. Didn't seem too busy, which is great. Thank you, legendary Lucas Gates, legendary Carol Bovlander, legendary Andrew Chang, all who are here for different parts of the uh, for different parts of the night. And I want to thank Lucas for his donations, Brandon for that massive donation, Ryan for his donation, and to Carol for gifting a membership as well. Really appreciate all of your of your generosity. And I appreciate all of you for watching. Um, always appreciate you. Never take you for granted. So on your way out, subscribe, like the video. You can leave a late donation. Become a member. Upgrade your membership or gift a membership. Once again, thanks to everyone who is so generous today. If you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. Whoa, before I go, Ryan. That's what you call paying it forward. And Ryan gifts a member. He just became a. By the way, can you only gift membership if you're a member yourself? I I think that's right, right? You can only gift a membership if you if you're a member yourself. But Ryan became a member, and look what he does. Ryan gifts a membership. So that is probably the fastest uh, turnaround time I've ever seen. So Ryan, thank you for your generosity and uh harry for uh a multiple time is now a franchise member once again so welcome harry and thank you ryan for your generosity as well uh, only members can gift membership okay that's good to know well i appreciate it 
Ryan, thank you for doing that. And Carol, thank you for, you had a hand in that because you're the one who gifted Ryan his membership. So uh, as I was saying, podcast platform, make sure you rate and review. And thank you to my sponsors, Van City Experts Real Estate and Perform and Transform Personal Training and Weight Loss. So tomorrow will not be streaming because it's Friday. I'm going to take my lovely bride out for our anniversary dinner one night early. So we are going to Kobe Steakhouse downtown, our favorite restaurant. Saturday is our actual wedding anniversary and it's Fangirl's birthday. So happy birthday in advance, Fangirl. As for Gail and me, we'll be at a wedding and a reception. Then Sunday, I'll be at home studying, um, starting to prepare for Peru a little bit. And then we'll have a stream at 1030 on Sunday night as usual. Now it is indeed time to go. So thanks everyone for being here. And as Taylor says, good night all. I hope you have a great rest of your night. Ditto to you and to everyone in here. So as always, stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves, and take care of each other. By the way, speaking of restaurants, uh, one of the restaurants we were contemplating before we decided on Kobe for tomorrow night, it's a brand new restaurant, and it's called Karma. But at Karma, there's no menu. You just get what you deserve. God bless and go Canucks go. Booyah.